Travelpreneur, this is Nicole Barrett, sales and marketing expert to top hotels, resorts, and travel brands around the world. In my over 15 years in the business, I have seen a real need among travel pros like you to create a unique brand and market themselves and their businesses properly. My goal with this podcast? To help you navigate this world of travel marketing with direct, simple, and effective strategies so you can attract, engage, and convert an audience of your ideal clients and grow that wildly successful travel business that you dream of. So go ahead, get comfy, and stick around for some tips, stories, and maybe even some laughs. Here we go. Hey friends, how are you? Nicole here. I am so excited to bring you this episode of the Hey Travel Puner podcast. In this episode, I speak with my dear friend and former colleague, Marsha Ann Brown. Many of you may know Marsha Ann from Sandals and Beaches Resorts. And I recently sat down with Marsha Ann to talk about how travel professionals like you can empower yourself to show up in your business. I mean, we all know that people do business with people who they like. So how do we not catch someone's eyes? How do we find that empowerment internally and externally to show up publicly as ourselves and in turn show up for our businesses? Friends, you're going to want to do a couple of things. First and foremost, you're going to want to grab a pen and a notebook for sure. And you are certainly going to want to save this episode to come back and listen to it again later. And in the process, you may want to share with a friend, okay? So without further ado, let's get started. Hey, Marsha Ann, how are you? I am fantastic. I bring you greetings from the beautiful island of Jamaica. Oh, where I wish I was right now. I know, I'll do everything double portion for you and everyone that's listening. (laughs) (laughs) So fun fact. I haven't been to Jamaica since 2017. That's not even possible. That's not even possible. And listeners, you should see her face right now. <laughs> it's totally- No, but do you understand that two seven, 2017 was a long time ago? 2020 was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was an eternity in and of itself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Crazy. That needs to be one of the tickets that you're booking when next you're traveling in this direction. Absolutely. And I mean, I've been to Mexico several times since 2017. I've been to Europe a few times. I just haven't been to Jamaica. It's crazy pants. But anyway, um, thank you for joining me all the way from Jamaica. I absolutely, absolutely love that. And your smiling face says it all. So why don't you go ahead and tell the folks who you are, and then we'll talk about how we know each other. Okay. So I'm Marsha Ann Donaldson Brown, and I am an amazing Jamaican woman um, who is just so happy to be an island girl. And for me, from a professional standpoint, I am the director of Weddings and Romance with Sandals. From a personal standpoint, I am a happy mom, the proudest title that I actually wear. And I really do believe that a big part of what I've evolved in, especially I learned a lot about myself in 2020, and I really have this drive and passion to help other women to identify their greatness, to empower themselves, and to truly live life um, on purpose and for purpose. Oh, I love that. 
What a great <laughs> intro. Oh my goodness. Take note, folks. Take notes. Um, love that great intro. And I have to say that we're going to be talking a little bit about empowerment today, which we're going to, which we're going to get into. Empowerment for women, empowerment for business owners, male or female, whoever you are. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But uh, let's talk about how we know each other. So you mentioned Sandals, uh, who you yes. work for currently. And as, as you know, folks, as you may know, I spent 13 years at Sandals and Beaches Resorts, where, which is where we met each other. And I remember distinctly the day that we met. It was <laughs> oh my God. Sandals Duns Ribble. And I believe when I met you, you were uh, pregnant. You were expecting. Right. Back in 2005. Or six, I, one of those. It was yeah, back then. Yeah, two thousand and um, seven. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Right. Okay. Wow. So wow. I think that was uh, around the first time that we met, and I remember you had that nice little hairstyle that went down <laughs> and like curved up at the at the bottom. Like it was just, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's me for sure that's when I donned the flip I mean yes. listen a big part of being in travel you know is that you're always on trend right always on trend so that's the beauty of the travel yes. industry I'm that's always on stage connecting yeah always on stage always on yeah, stage I remember sure. um I worked at Walt Disney World years ago and uh I remember when we used to, you know, there, there are tunnels. I mean, people may know this at this Walt Disney World. There were tunnels, like underground tunnels, where you would, the staff would be, and then um, you'd go through the door. And on every single door before you entered a restaurant or come out of the tunnel, there's a sign that says, you're now on stage. So all of a sudden, you're, you just yep. develop into your work persona, right? Um, and yep. it's so funny, that has followed me throughout my entire life of you're now on stage. And, right, um, right. and it's so funny because every time I talk to you, every time I meet you, I see that in you and I'm like, oh, okay, that's a stage presence right <laughs> that's there. It. Absolutely. But our stage, I believe truly, for those of us who are so powered by passion and we love life, yes. our stage is from the inside. So it the door is open from our, our heart. Really. Easily. Easily. And we beam from the inside and I think it becomes so contagious. Yeah. And all of us who work in travel, honestly, regardless of how challenging mm-hmm. 2020 has been and was, I believe all of us in travel truly have this dynamic personality because we love life. We love people. Yeah. We love to connect and we love that people can connect through cultures, meeting one another. Now, had it not been for our industry and working together, we wouldn't yeah. have had this connection, right? No, we oh. wouldn't. Well, I would like to say maybe, hopefully, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's usually one degree of separation. There's usually, but one I believe degree. many of our listeners would agree yes, yes. that we've all connected because of the industry Love and their beautiful connections that yes. we have made, and so. There's so much richness that we enjoy based on what we do. And I believe it's a rich blessing. Love that. Love that. So speaking of connection, right? Speaking of connection, let's talk a little bit about, you know, this being on stage thing and and showing up in your purpose. Because you and I know, especially uh, from our, our the experiences that we have, I don't, I don't even want to put the years together, but it's a whole leap, right? <laughs> Putting all that together, someone says to me or to you easily, here's, a topic to go on stage and talk about. And obviously, hopefully that topic is within our experience or knowledge or whatever, right? Background. We can easily just smile and say, okay, no problem. Because mm-hmm. it's ingrained in us. 
right? Now, if you're in the travel industry and you are trying to attract someone to your business or attract someone to talk about your services or to have a conversation, because that leads to being empowered to talk about you, to talk about your business. How do we first start to attract the eyes of people or to catch someone's eyes? I know you and I talked about this in the past, but I would love for you to tell the listeners uh, your thoughts on that. So I believe strongly in an effort to catch the eyes of anyone, whether it is in travel or otherwise, the first thing that you must be is to be authentic. Mm. You have to be your true self. Yes. Yes. And when you are authentic, then you're going to build on these blocks. So here are my ABCs that I would be encouraging everybody to use as their tools of empowerment. A- is for authenticity. Mm. B, you've got to believe in yourself. Yes. It's so important. And when you believe in yourself, then you begin to bloom and blossom. And everybody wants to be a part of this blooming, blossoming thing. Can we stick a pin right there? Let's stick a pin in a very Jamaican way, right? Because, you know, it's funny you should say that because you have taught me personally a lot in believing in myself. And over the 13 years of seeing you several times a year and laughing, sometimes maybe even crying, maybe tears of joy, (laughs) right? Working hard, being tired, pop down, everything, right? You know, all those years together, you have taught me a lot about believing in myself and you have taught me a lot about being authentic. I remember one particular time we were in uh, Great Exuma and we were walking around and I was talking to my dad on the phone and I was asking him, did Marla do his homework? You remember? (laughs) Your memory is amazing. (laughs) And I tell you, and I, I remember you came up behind me. You're like, Nicole, keep doing that. You're keep doing that. You're so yourself. And I love you. I love you. (laughs) Right. And, and so, you know, I have to say that that point about believing in yourself and believing in your authenticity ties together because sometimes it's not just believing in what you can do, but also believing in who you are and accepting who you are. And you have played a vital, vital role um, for me as far as that goes. Oh, thank you so much. It's so important though, because I believe, honestly, I would say it's the, it's the foundation of building a house. There's no roof you can put on. Yeah. Without a foundation being strong. Right. Right. Um, And so the believing in yourself is very important. And then my C to anyone who really wants to understand and embrace their next level of empowerment after you're authentic, after you believe in yourself, my C's don't play. Mm. You've got to be confident. And once you are confident in anything you are doing, you must be committed and consistent. Yes. Love that. Love that. Okay. So let's bring that home for people because if you have a travel business and you're probably thinking, oh, I haven't seen all these different parts of the world. Oh, I'm not sure how to attract certain type of clientele for a certain type of niche or whatever it is. You know, I often say a lot of times we know enough to be dangerous. We know enough to be dangerous. If we just you know, just take the steps to put ourselves out there and to show up authentic and committed, not right. maybe not having all the right answers, maybe right. not having all the tools and the resources, but knowing that the industry or there's someone out there who's waiting for you to show up 
as their destination wedding expert, as their honeymoon expert, as their family travel expert, as their autistic family travel expert. Mm-hmm. Someone is waiting for you, what you have to, what you have to share, your knowledge to show up, but you can't do that until they do your ABCs. Correct. 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 Well, I want to expound on that commitment a little bit more, mm-hmm. may I? Right. Absolutely. So, so the commitment is not just to others. A part of what you've just said, if you're going to be committed to your travel business, a part of that commitment is to yourself to learn more. Are you going to sign up and be a part of a community? Are you going to be listening to this podcast to learn more? Are you going to be committed to learning that era or that destination that you want to become a specialist in? So once you have that commitment and the consistency backing that commitment, you understand that your confidence just keeps boosting it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the, it's my winning ABCs. It's, I love that. I'm going to write that down. And I'm going to put you it better. <laughs> and also, you need to write that down and put it on your put it on your desk or wherever your bathroom mirror for Christ's sake. Yes. Yes. So okay. So this podcast or other resources or other seminars or workshops they provide opportunities for people to to learn more. Um, but you say that some of that commitment comes from inside as well. Let's talk about how do we place ourselves in environments externally and intern or internally to be able to empower ourselves to go through the ABCs or believe the ABCs or action the ABCs. So I believe a lot of that is a strong personal choice. Mm-hmm. So I'll use myself as an example. Right. And I would invite everyone to consider what their dynamics are. So for me, a big part of my ability to thrive personally and professionally, because I don't believe we're two different persons. No, I don't. And I, and I want to dispel the notion that you have to show up as one person personally and show up as a different person professionally because it's a burden. Let the church say amen. 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 And so in light of that, what I believe is extremely important is that you have to identify what environment do you thrive in. Right. And in thriving in that environment, if you learn better along with, I believe in community. Yeah. I believe in collaboration. Yes. And I believe in connectivity. Yes. So fellow travel partners can get together. And share ideas. This is what I'm working on. This is a seminar that I am going to. You've got to invest in yourself and in your mind. I agree. And a part of that investment is also deciding what is no longer thriving for you. Mm. What environments are you in that are not allowing you to get to the next level of your better version of self? Right. And as you said, those personal and professional I believe in the integration of personal. They have to be. Right. So it's not, I don't look at it as like a work life balance. It's a work life integration for me. And, and so absolutely overlap for sure. And if someone is not developed personally, there's going to be a challenge for them to be developed professionally and vice versa. Right. And is that the zone? Is that the part where they move from functional to exceptional? Is that's a very I- line, eh? Uh, It's a thin line, but it is a necessary line. Here is what I strongly believe. That line of integration. Remember, if we were to take it as a pie chart. Right. It's more than 50% that you must allocate to thriving personally. 
What is thriving to you though? So for example, thriving for me is peace of mind. Mm. Yeah. I can't put a price on that. Yes. Thriving for me and you could be joy. Right. Mine is curiosity. It could be curiosity, right? It could be adventure. Yes. Right. So everybody's definition of thriving has to be fulfilled. Right. But then when you're pouring that in for that integration to be very effective, we need to identify what is prohibiting you from thriving. Mm. And so oftentimes I will tell you straight, it's two things. It's either mindset or heart set. Ooh, a word, two words, many yeah. words. <laughs> yeah. So, so we could be stuck in the past with how this is how I used to do my travel business. This is how business was. Right. And, and we are tied to what it used to be mm. versus shifting gears to what it is yeah. to get me to where I need to go. And what it can be. Correct. Right? Because that is, to me, that is where, that's the sweet spot. That's where the exceptional lives. It's perfect. You know, in the past, what it used to be, let's, let's, let's move past that immediately what it currently is, let's start there, but then let's step it up several notches now, right? I mean, it can be so much more if you start to show up as your authentic self and do it Absolutely, without limitations. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times we either have limiting beliefs that we have imposed on ourselves, Mm -hmm. or we have begun to listen to narratives that we have just held on to. So they become self-fulfilling prophecies. So can we just talk about that point you just raised? Mm -hmm. What about what could be? Don't be busy looking at what everybody else is doing. Perhaps your could be is forming this such unique niche within travel. Yes. That no one else has explored before. Why don't you just use the time to blaze the trail now? Yes. And dig from the recesses that are within because yes. greatness is already there. Just activate it. Tap into your own experiences. Tap into your own unique capabilities. Like, what do you do differently than anyone else? Absolutely. Put it on steroids. I think that's what's most vital for everybody to ask themselves that question. Yes. What do you dif- do differently than anyone else? Write it down. As you're listening to this now, write that down because until you dissect and you don't need an alphabet, Right. It could be two core differentiators that you have. I ask you, and I and I always say, what is your unique selling proposition to differentiate you in your business? Yes. What's your USB? What's your love that? And so last we talked, you mentioned operating from your zone of genius. Is this what you were talking about? Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because I believe oftentimes we major in the minors. Yes. So we're busy nesting in areas that we are not exceptional at. Mm. And we're trying to master that. But it is not in your natural arena to be a master in that area. Right. Go where you know you are strongest. Go where you know you are so awesome. And move that from awesome to exceptional. Right. Move that from functioning to flourishing. Because you understand that if you sit and mull around in the same nest, you're a hamster on a wheel. You're going nowhere fast. Right. And you know what? A lot of that comes from fear. Fear of the unknown. Fear of losing the sale. Fear of not being able to narrow down on a particular knowledge. For example, 
a travel agent may say, I do honeymoons or I sell Europe. When in fact, they find themselves talking a lot more about wine or they find themselves talking a lot more about art and history. And to to them, it's kind of like, okay, I do Europe. But what you can do is you can narrow that down even further to say, okay, I do wine vacations, right? I I sell uh, villas on vineyards, right? <laughs> Bad example, but you get the point, right? So no, absolutely. It's like operating in your zone of genius and not being fearful of losing a sale or, um, you know, repelling a certain amount of people. But what you can do is attract the right type of person and allow you to live in your genius and to talk in your genius and to operate from that place where you're like, okay, this integration feels really good. And let me tell you, show up as yourself more. That is so powerful. And here is the fact about that. You know, when you're in your zone, when you are so excited about it. Yes. So ask yourself, what sets your soul on fire? And to your point, integrate it. Why is it that we believe that we have to live in these little pigeonholes? Mm -hmm. We're not meant to. No. We're not meant to. And I believe we put such lids on ourselves. We put limitations on ourselves. What about my multi-passionate people who love travel and love wine? That's your point. But do you know that a unique selling proposition for them could be that they choose to form a group and in that group, they will have feeders out of that who travel, but once a month, they give their wine of the month as a tip. Yeah. They actually then begin to have a community of folks that are talking about travel and talking about wine. What a winning combination. That's how you build a tribe and a tribe Absolutely. is what you need in today's digital marketing. I community tribe, a group of people who will show up for you and believe in you. Right. Though. And by the way, I mean, to that point too, your best client is your current client. Right. So while you build a tribe of these people, they will continue to love you more and more and more because they know that you're specific to their need. Love that. Love <laughs> that. But, but, but to your point, because you're building your tribe and you're building your client base on who you are working with now, yes. the influence and impact of that client that you currently have and their reach to their circle. Yes. Then those folks are feeders into them becoming your clients as well. Absolutely. Which leads us into another point because travel in and of itself is a form of empowerment. Mm-hmm. For me personally, travel is, and I think we've talked about this travel. I mean, I consider myself a global citizen and travel like you, you know, as with many of us, it lives in my blood. It feeds my soul. You know, that yes. curiosity that I talked about earlier yes. comes from the travel. And I'm most excited when I'm traveling and I do my best work when I'm traveling. Right. Um, you know, even now during COVID, I'm sitting here, we're at home and I'm, I try to travel around my house with my laptop, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. So to spark my creativity and my curiosity, but travel is an empowering force. And Let's talk a little bit, or you can share your thoughts on how you feel that travel advisors, travel professionals can use the power of travel or use travel as an empowerment or inspiration um, to their tribe or for their tribe. 
without a doubt, other than it being empowering, no more than ever. Yes. Travel is selling hope. Mm -hmm. It's selling hope because we need to understand that folks want to look forward to something. Yes. And there's nothing greater than taking a break from what you have gone through and taking the time out to take that trip. In fact, it shifts you automatically because you begin to dream yeah. about what your plans are and you start to navigate everything you do each day towards those plans. Yeah. So I say to everybody, this is not the time to question or postpone. This is the time to select the date. Mm -hmm. This is the time to ensure that you make yourself available as the knowledge expert for where your clients want to go book the date, you're empowering people to believe, hold on, the valley that we were in, it's time to get back on that mountain yeah. now, right? Yes. And, and and let the travel begin. Dust off those bags. It's time to move again. So I think it's empowering. I do believe it gives hope. I also know that human nature, they love status. Yes. Folks like to know that, oh, I don't know about you, but I'm traveling now. <laughs> and you know what else they like? They like the brag factor. They do. And they like stories as well. Yes. They, they like stories. They want you to show up and tell them about your travel stories and tell them about your clients' travel stories and to inspire them to travel as well. Story and status will get you yeah, everywhere. Storytelling storytelling is everything. Yeah. And, and that would then allow us to speak about the different ways to ignite our travel advisors to Really think, how are you pulling your content together mm. to get those testimonials, right. to whet the appetite of everyone who knows it's time to travel? Anybody who has gone, listen, let's brag about it. Let's talk about it. Right. And it's a great time to stand out eh? because what I have what I have seen is that a lot of travel professionals are, are pulling back at this moment, which is the wrong thing to do. You and I, you currently work for Sandals. I used to work for Sandals. We are from the days, from the Sandals days where when things are hard, you show up more. Absolutely. When, 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 when we're in a recession, when something bad is going on, you put more people on the road. We yep. come from that type of training and experience. And I, unfortunately, I see a lot of travel professionals pulling back now because they think people don't want to travel or don't want to talk about travel. And that is, in fact, not the case. And so what I want to talk about is how to stand out during this period now. How do you continue to show up, but not just show up, but also stand out? And I know right. you recently did a talk at a career, what is a career fair? And you talked about standing out and I loved what you said. So I would like you to talk about that and recap it for my listeners, please. <laughs> I'm only too happy to. So for sure, I think the first thing to do is to address, this is not the time to recoil. Right. This is the time to be forward-facing and be in the faces and the ears of everyone that you have access to. So all your clients need to be hearing from you. Remember we spoke about commitment and consistency? Yes. So you can decide your methodology towards how you are going to be showing up, but this is not the time to really go and hide. Right. Dust off your bootstraps and let's move, okay? And determine what works for you. Choose Mondays, choose Wednesdays, whatever. Choose a day mm -hmm. and commit to that day so they begin to hear from you. But what is very important about your question, how do you stand out? 
my recent career talk, it really came to mind that if we're all in the sea of sameness, everybody on here, you're in travel in one way, shape or another. Yes. You must ask yourself, what is it that I'm going to do to brand myself distinctly? And how am I going to show up different than everyone else? Yes. And I use the analogy of saying, this is the time to be a red whale in a deep blue sea. Love that. Love that. Vital. Vital. You're going to stand out. Yes. Yes. And only you know what you need to do to stand out. So nobody can say to you, what should you do? You already know what comes to you naturally. You know your zone of genius. You know your niche. It's now time for you to put a plan in place to become committed and consistent and showing up as the red whale in the big blue sea. Love that. Love that. (laughs) I I would end on that if I could, but I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Because I want to talk to you a little bit on that note, right? Is standing out, showing up, saying, where can I show up? How can I show up? And how can I do it better? Right. And you and I had this conversation um, about people showing up publicly for their businesses and not showing up for themselves, because that ties into that as well. Because in order to stand out, you have to be able to show up for both. So how can they do that better? And I know that ties a little bit into commitment and consistency, but I, I believe it deserves its own conversation. I agree with you. And so coming back to a word that you used earlier about integration. Yes. You know, I think that we're in an era where there are folks who believe it's okay to show up publicly and appear successful publicly, but crumbling privately. Yes. Right. And so I strongly believe as challenging as it is, and there is such a mixed audience, right? But I strongly believe everyone needs to just stop for a moment and do some introspection. Mm. That introspection needs to get to the point, where am I in life? How am I showing up for myself? I'm not talking business yet. Yes. What is it that I need to do for myself to fill my cup? Mm. So I'm really operating from my saucer after that. Because you see, once your cup is full, when that overflow, you are really pouring your best out to everyone around you, both personally and professionally. But like a car, if you have absolutely no gas, Mm. the car has not been serviced, you're just going and going, what's going to happen? Burnout. It's going to burn out. Yes. And your business will suffer. Completely. Yes. So let us get to the point where we're going to decide showing up for ourselves. So there are small steps to do. Showing up for ourselves mean, okay, today I'm alive. That's enough to celebrate. Start identifying three to five things to just give thanks for before you become overwhelmed with what's not working. Right. Right. Before we become overwhelmed with the challenges of the business. Because once you have a healthy mindset and a healthy heart set, you begin to have clarity. So if you're in a place where you're not having clarity, that clutter is simply because we have to get back centered. So start with self. 
and then choose happy. In other words, it's not about how you feel. It's about what you choose. Yes. So if you're seeing me today, I am wearing a popping red. Yes, you are. I want more vibrance to my day. Right. My choice, that's how I feel. And so I have to pour into myself Mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah, you got to perk yourself up. Yeah, you do. You have to set the tone for how you want to react, how you want to feel, and how you want to show up, regardless of how you're feeling. I I tell them all the time, I say, your business don't care about, about how you feel. Your business does not care about how you feel. Your business is a is an entity in and of itself, right? And it needs to thrive with or without you. So right. how you feel, feelings aren't facts. How you feel right. is not going to help your business at all. Well, it can if you're feeling great, but right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it, it should not be a pendulum. No, no. Because this is where exercising serious willpower and control comes in. Mm-hmm. Because it can't be that when I'm fe- I feel great on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, yes. I'll show up on those days, but I can't tell you how I feel Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Because after a while, what could be a hairline fracture is going to break. Yes. Yes. And it's going to break you and it can break your business. Yes. And, and you know, and, and that word that you mentioned, clarity is key. Because I have been in a position in my, in, you know, in the past three years in my business where a lot of times I've had to take stock and I've had to go for long walks and say, you know what, this is working. Okay. We'll do a little bit more of that. This is not working. I'm going to chuck that in the bin. Okay. I have no, absolutely no problem with that. Let's okay. rework this, reframe this clarity is, is key. And also to, on a personal level, you have to be, you have to understand what you're working for. Yes, the money is great, but you know what I'm working for? Freedom. Nice. I'm working for freedom and money allows us to be free in a lot nice. of ways. I want to be able to say, you know what? I'm going to go for, I'm going to go spend the next three months in the South of France. And then I'm going to come back here to Boston for three months. And then I'm going to write, I want a little bit of freedom. You have to know your why. You have to know your why. You have to, I want to be able to say, you know what? I'm going to work from Martha's Vineyard which I'm going to be doing in, in a few weeks with my kid for a week, right? right. While they go to school or whatever it is. So, you know, you have to know your why you have to have clarity on exactly what that why is, because I'm going to tell you something. And Marsha, and you know, this, you know, when people put out there, this is my why my why is my children. My why is my freedom. And you may take my why and think that should be your why. Yeah. And that's not the case. It's like when someone puts out there, Self, this um, is a it's self-care Sunday. And so I'm putting a mask on my face and, and that's not what self-care should look like for me. My right. self-care can't self-care can be different. So it can be the same thing to your point about your business is people show up publicly in one way and people don't really see the behind the scenes and they think that's working. And in fact, may not be working. So you have to have clarity on your own specific business and personal situations in order to be able to, to thrive. I feel compelled that there are folks that are listening right now mm-hmm. that need to also give themselves grace. Yes. You've been a hard time. Yes. And you're not having the clarity because you feel a sense of overwhelm. Mm. Give yourself grace. Yes. And do what it takes so that you can have that introspection time. Maybe it is literally not working that weekend or taking two days off, making it known I'm out for these two days, I'm unavailable 
so that you can recoup yeah. by resting, reevaluating, reassessing, and reviving yourself yes. to push forward. Because there's no way for, I know what I went through last year. Mm -hmm. And I know that I went to a period where I honestly felt like it was a tough time for me mentally, emotionally, mm. psychologically. And I had to come to grips. And everybody needs to remember, you cannot change what you can't control. No. So since you can't control the outside parameters, focus on what you can control. And that's yourself, yeah. mind, body, and soul. Yes. And the moment I did that, I was like this onion that I kept on peeling the layers and getting to the core of where I wasn't thriving, where I didn't have clarity, and what I needed to do to move from functioning to flourishing. Yes. You have to ask yourselves that question too. Some of you, you're thriving, you're flourishing, but inside, like me, you're saying, I want more. Yes. Your more could be adding to what you do by giving back. Mm -hmm. You know, charity by by filling that higher purpose right so it can be everybody has a different stage yeah embrace your stage but also listen to your body and know when it's time for your mind to take a break yeah You're busy planning travel for everybody else mm -hmm. maybe you have to travel to the next room in your house <laughs> and then decide where you want to take a trip exactly to. and put a note on the door out for the next seven hours right exactly and that is what self-care can look like is you have to start with what do I need? And, right. and when you know what that is, you have to speak it unapologetically. You have to say, here is what I need. You need to relay that to your loved ones, your, your colleagues, whoever needs to hear so that you can have that space and say it without apology. This is right. what I need. And here are the steps I'm going to take in order to make this happen. And here's how you would fit in. And thank you very much for your understanding. Okay. That word boundaries. Boundaries. Yes. Vital. And that no is a complete sentence. It's a right. paragraph and it's a whole chapter and a book. And a book. And you know, can I tell you, and I also believe, and I do this quite regularly, at least twice a year, I will take a trip by myself, not so much for personal reasons. It, you know, it turns out that it helps personally, but I do it to work on my business. And to say, what do I want? What are my big hairy goals? What what's not working? And I take a few days. I, I mean, last time I did, I went to Portland, Maine. I took seven days actually. I went for four and extended three more. Wow. Right. And and I said, and I sat down and said, what's working? What do I need? And part of that turns out to be personal uh, conversations with myself as well. And then I come back and I restart. But the first thing I do, to your point, is I grant myself some grace. And I say, I have to be honest with myself and talk about how I really feel and talk about what the, what the exact status of my business is before I can move on. But you first have to pause to be able to do that. Right. Love that. Love that. Yeah. What a yes. great topic to end on. I absolutely enjoyed having you here. What a wonderful conversation, Marcia. Uh, it's just been lovely connecting with you. And I know there are several listeners. Wave to me as if I can see you. That <laughs> <laughs> I actually know as well. And, yeah. you know, I really think this is a time for us to encourage one another. Absolutely. Right? This is the time and space to really look out for each other, encourage one another. But I also believe that we can 
put more onus on ourselves yes. to ensure that we empower ourselves to live our lives of purpose, on purpose, with passion and prosperity as a mission. Love that. And listen, I cannot wait to see you again and give you a nice hug. And I think if I'm, if I remember correctly, I think the first place we're going to go is to Panera Bread for their oh no, you're sandwich. Gonna <laughs> you're going to get some that tomato mozzarella sandwich. I remember. Oh. That one. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me, Nicole? <laughs> oh my goodness! I, I don't. Remember we had an event here. here. I know, I, we had an event here in Massachusetts in Burlington, and we, you and I snuck away in the car, went to Panera Bread to get some tomato. You remember? We've, we've had such great times. Such and great I think time. What a great you, sandwich and great day. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, I, and I'm and i not going to dream about that, but that's the beauty of traveling. Had I not been there, where would I have been, exactly, right? Exactly. And so to everyone else that's listening, what would you want to have if you were right here in Jamaica right now? Yes. What would you want to have, Nicole? Today? I would want to sit on my veranda. Yes. First have some stoopies. Yes. And then I'm going to finish it off with some June plum and some mango. <laughs> and uh, what you going to drink? What you going to drink? What you going to drink? I'm going to have some June plum juice. Oh, my, you want <laughs> double doses of June plum. <laughs> That's or, lovely. You know what? If I'm sitting on my veranda at home, we have coconut trees. I'm just going to go down and grab a coconut, fresh coconut right off the tree and drink that. And that's the beauty. That's the like, beauty. You know, traveling, traveling affords you to live through food, live yes. through music, meeting people, the culture. So hurry home. It's been way too long. It's, it, and, and you know that normally on a regular year, I've been Jamaica several times, but I'll be there soon and I'm going to give you a nice big hug. Now tell the folks where they can find you. Oh, I'm all over. <laughs> I mean, Instagram is my best, my best place. And so that's at Marsha and B, the letter B, like the queen B. Um, <laughs> Marsha and B, that's it. That's Instagram, it. best place. And I do have to do a little plug for you here because last night you had a live on YouTube. So you have now, you have what's called, and you can probably say it better than I can, but you have a, a show. We're going to call it a show, okay? <laughs> and it's weekly and it's every Sunday evening and it's called Real Talk with Marsha Ann. Yes, yeah. it is. And you've now made the transition from uh, Instagram live to YouTube. And I subscribed last night, by the way, Thank so you. you can find her there as well. Real talk with Marsha Ann on YouTube. And it's a show you do every Sunday night. And let's, you know, that talk that speaks to commitment and consistency. Okay. If there ever was a talk about that, right. Yeah. I'll put all of this in the show notes folks. So you can access right. it easily, but Marsha Ann, it's been wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. It's a great start to my day. We're recording this on a Monday. So it's a great start to my week for sure. Yes. Early morning, Monday movement. Yes. Allows to really power for a day and power for a week. And, you know, the whole genesis of Real Talk came out of the pandemic where I wanted to have a space where we're talking about engaging and empowering one another and the spirit of community. Yeah. And really just out of pure passion. And that's that's what we are all fueled by, right? So to you, remain passionate. Your eyes twinkle when you're doing your podcast. Your whole face has lit up like a stadium. And I just want to commend you for what you're doing. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing. Continue to thrive. All the best to you, your family, and everyone that's listening. Oh, thank you. I love you so much. Love you too. Okay. Bye-bye, folks. Bye.